Love your life, love inertia. The opposite of action isn't inaction for people. It is inertia. I was a high school science school teacher, and inertia is a theory that has stayed with me over the years. I began my career as a social studies teacher, which is someone who teaches history, geography, and economics, really all about people, which I've always been interested in. However, the school that I really wanted to teach at only needed a biology and chemistry science teacher for grades 10 to 12. Challenging subjects, challenging grade level. So what to do? Well, obviously apply for the job. And I'm going to take a moment and go back. What is inertia anyway? It's a property of matter by which the matter continues in its existing state of rest or uniform motion in a straight line unless that state is changed by an external force. That's the definition from Wikipedia because I didn't actually remember it anymore. I just had that feeling of understanding it in me. So how does that actually apply to people? We all continue in whatever state of rest we are in by not engaging in change, so staying in the same job, living in the same community, having the same friends, and or continue in the same patterns of movement, which may be physical movement, like walking, not dancing, emotional patterns like being sad all the time or happy all the time, um, always thinking about the world from one spiritual paradigm and not exploring others or engaging in the world from a mental construct like I understand social studies and not science. So needless to say, I got the job. And with the background in nursing, I figured that the biology was pretty straightforward and teachable. Chemistry, however, was a different ball of wax because I had never really liked it because I didn't understand it. However, I was sure that I would figure it out. Boy, was I wrong. I was uh, somewhat afraid because there was a provincial exam at the end of the year and my students needed not just to pass the exam, they actually needed to excel at it in order to get into programs that they wanted to, moving on into university or college or whatever. And so it was my responsibility to teach them. And I started the year by trying to teach them what I didn't know. Gosh, I'd stay up until like a midnight, trying to understand the chemistry, pulling my hair out, trying to figure out how to teach it. By the end of the month, I was just a wreck. And so I thought, well, what, you know, what can I do? What, how can I do this? So I, I told my students where I was at, and I said, you know, guys, I can lay out the cadence of how you're going to learn this, the pace, so that all the material can be covered by the end of the year in the time frame that you have. And I can also do the research and make sure that when you're doing the practical science experiments, you're not going to blow up yourselves or the lab or the school. So I'll do all that background. However... What I proposed to them is that we reset up the classroom and sit in a big circle and work together on whatever problems or concepts there were. 
And whoever in the group understood it first would go to the board and teach everybody else. And everybody would ask questions, including myself. Sometimes I was the first person to get it because I would do some pre-work before. But there was a lot I, I didn't. I didn't do. So that was what happened. And if none of us could get it, my backup was my old chemistry teacher who lived an hour and a half drive away. And there was three times during the year that I drove over and said, hey, can you help me out with this? And he was absolutely wonderful. So what resulted from it is that my students ended up developing an inner confidence in their knowledge and ability to understand chemistry and to explain what they knew. And I added, added probably a very unusual emotional energy to the class because I was super excited whenever we cracked a particularly difficult problem and I got to really develop a fascination and love of the subject of chemistry. It's an amazing subject. And the question always is, how did, did my students do on that final exam? Well, I'm still super proud of them. The lowest mark in the class was 80% and the highest was 96%. And that was on a comparison of a province-wide exam. So they were competing against students in the top schools in the province and uh, they, they nailed it. So had I stayed in the state of inertia, the mental construct that I could only teach social studies or that a teacher has to know everything that they're teaching, I never would have had that experience. And it was really wonderful. So when you love the state of inertia that you're in, then there is no resistance to being there. So you can enjoy where you're at. And, you know, you might remember there was a podcast a few times ago which talked about resistance. When you're there and you enjoy where you're at, then you can add some energy and invitation to do something different so that you can move to a different state of inertia or be moving along a new trajectory. So the meditation today links a thought and a feeling to where you're physically comfortable in inertia and then explore some different places to be with that thought or feeling. Because meditation engages your body-mind, this experiment is based on an understanding that all dimensions, physical, emotional, energetic, intellectual, spiritual, are connected. So when you introduce an awareness of one and a curiosity to see if there's any spiral or spin-off to any of the others over the next few days or weeks or months. So this is going to focus on the physical okay, and emotional, intellectual. So you can basically think about it until the cows come home, but you actually have to do something for change to be possible. And I'm curious, is there something that you've always wanted to do or being jealous of other people doing, like taking an art class, travel, learning how to dance, um, doing woodwork, learning a new language, just something that you've thought, gee, it would be really fun to do that. And, and yet you haven't. So don't think about it too much. Just either bring that to mind or just jot it down. Something I've always wanted to do and fill in the blank.
Okay. So either sitting or standing on this one, either sitting or standing, gently close your eyes and put a hand on your heart and a hand on your belly because that kind of helps you mm, feel where you are in space, okay? Because that's in front of you, all right? And bring that thought to mind. Oh, I would just love it if I could do this, all right? And bring an image of your mind to doing whatever that, that is. And now bring your awareness into your body and start by just leaning forward gently towards your hands. So you're exaggerating a forward movement. And breathe, breathe into that. And now send your body in the opposite direction. So you're very slightly Come past center, and now you're leaning back in your, maybe a little on your heels if you're standing, or on your sits bones, back of your sits bones if you're sitting. And breathe into that. And now shift your, your weight on to the right side so that there's a little bit of weight going into your right foot, your right sits bones if you're sitting. You're just leaning slightly to the right. And breathe in there. And now bring your body all the way across to the left side and let your weight kind of hang out on that left foot. Left side of your body. And breathe into there. And now come back to center, wherever that is for you. And again, let that yourself think about that thing that you want to do so much. And let your body respond, either forward a little, leaning into it, towards it, leaning back, it has some space and perspective, leaning to the right, you feel like it's right, or the left, kind of leaving something. And just notice where, as you do this slowly, where is your natural body position in relation to that thought? Of doing what you want to do. It's your natural place where you rest in that excitement of doing something you want to do. All right. Now... Shift it. So if you're leaning slightly forward, let yourself either go to the right or the left or back. Let's experiment with a different place. You're leaning back. See what it's like to move forward. 
if you really want to hang out on the left side because that's comfortable while you consider doing something you really want to do. Or the right side. So introduce a new physical pattern in yourself in relation to doing something you want to do. And gently open your eyes, come back to the room, and notice that that pattern of inertia that you're used to is still in you. All right? And also, this new option is there too. So the takeaway from today is to practice a meditation. You can do it either with your eyes closed or your eyes open as you go through the day. And take action, some action towards the thing that you want to do. Also be curious that if your inertia is always go, 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 then what happens when you take action, change the pattern, and rest? Well, this is there's so many ways to play with this and have fun with it. Really loving your inertia. I hope you enjoyed the last few minutes. Reminder that podcasts will be broadcast every two weeks. And when you subscribe, they'll magically show up in your podcast feed. I'd really like to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And having some magic of something that you enjoy listening to just show up when you want it. It's kind of cool. If you're curious about more, please check out my website at workingwithwellness.ca. Hi, I'm Gilly, and this series is about how to love the life you live. So that you can say, I love the life I live. Ciao for now.